This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today, we're going to talk about employer-provided life insurance and why the ERISA plan must be enforced as written, regardless of whether or not the solution is fair or equitable. When Anthony Hayes' employment ended, so did his employer provided life insurance. Hayes then missed the deadline to convert his coverage to an individual policy. After Hayes died, his surviving spouse filed suit seeking relief under a provision of the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, ERISA allowing a participant or beneficiary of an employee benefit plan to recover benefits due under terms of the plan. In Kathy Hayes v. Prudential Insurance Company of America, a United States Court of Appeals Fourth Circuit decision dated February 23, 2023, Ms. Hayes sought benefits under the ERISA policy based on equity that the decedent, when his employment ended, was too ill to convert his employee life policy to a personal policy, even though he did not comply with the requirements of the ERISA plan. Hayes had worked as an environmental engineer at DSM North America, Inc., and had an employer-provided life insurance policy with Defendant Prudential. Prudential was both the insurer and the administrator of the employer-provided benefit plan. The plan gave Prudential the sole discretion to interpret the plan's terms and to, ter to determine eligibility for benefits. In 2015, Hayes lost his job because of medical issues, and his employer-provided life insurance coverage ended. The terms of the plan, however, allowed former employees to convert employer-provided coverage to an individual policy. To do so, the plan required Hayes to initiate the conversion process by the later of 31 days after his employer-provided coverage ended, or 15 days after receiving written notice of the conversion privilege. The parties agreed. Hayes' conversion deadline was December 23, 2015. Hayes, however, did not contact Prudential about converting his life policy until 26 days after con the conversion deadline. Hayes' health continued to deteriorate, and he died in June of 2016. Plaintiff submitted a request for benefits, which Prudential denied. The claim administrator explained Hayes' employer-provided coverage terminated on November 16, 2015, and although Hayes was eligible to convert his group basic life insurance, there was no conversion policy on file. The district court entered judgment for Prudential. The court concluded Prudential reasonably denied plaintiff's request for benefits because Hayes received timely notice of his conversion rights 
and did not convert his life insurance to an individual policy during the conversion period. ERISA, according to the Fourth Circuit, regulates employee benefit plans by establishing standards of conduct, responsibility, and obligation for fiduciaries of those plans, and by providing for appropriate remedies, sanctions, and ready access to the federal courts. ERISA creates a wide range of public and private enforcement mechanisms. The statute allows suits to recover benefits owed under the terms of the plan, but it does not permit a court to alter those terms. As plaintiff admits, Hayes failed to convert his life insurance coverage in the time set forth in the policy. Awarding benefits would thus require the very step the statute does not permit, modifying the plan's terms to provide a workaround to its conversion deadline. Plaintiff countered that she is not asserting the plan term should be rewritten. Instead, she asked the court to apply the doctrine of equitable tolling to allow for an exception to the life insurance conversion deadline set forth in the policy because Hayes was incapacitated during the conversion period. The court noted, however, it does not matter that Congress enacted a statute here, ERISA, to enable courts to help implement the agreement. The statute neither addresses the availability of equitable tolling nor does it purport to alter the terms of any ERISA plan. For that reason, the Fourth Circuit was unwilling to apply equitable tolling principles that would, in practice, rewrite the plan. The life insurance conversion deadline at issue here is not a statute of limitations, nor does it operate as one. In contrast, no cause of action for benefits accrues when a participant misses a conversion deadline. Indeed, a participant whose policy is expired unconverted has no benefits due under the plan for any later occurrence because that participant lacked coverage. Employers have large leeway to design employee benefit plans as they see fit. But once a plan is established, the administrator's duty is to see that the plan is maintained pursuant to the written instrument. Prudential did not abuse its discretion by fulfilling its duty, and the district court correctly resolved the single claim before it based on the agreed-on facts and consistent with well-established law. The Fourth Circuit, therefore, affirmed the judgment of the district court. In my opinion, equitable tolling is a means of dealing with an unfair result between litigants. However, ERISA plans are required to be enforced by the plan administrator as written. Although it was sad that the decedent was unable to promptly change his employer-provided life insurance to a personal policy, the plan was clear and the administrator had no choice but to refuse to pay for life insurance policy benefits that was no longer from a policy in effect. 
This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zelma.com blog. It is also available free in video format on rumble.com and on youtube.com, and you can subscribe to both where you can receive the videos free as they are published. The blog is published usually five days a week, sometimes six, sometimes less. And if you found the blog or these videos to be of use to you and worthwhile, please tell your friends and colleagues so that they can also subscribe to the blog and to the videos. And if you really are interested in insurance and insurance law, please consider subscribing to my Locals community or my Substack publications, both of which are available for a very small fee. Thank you for your attention.